Hello guys and welcome to the Monsters Behind the Masks, a Carnevale Miniature Game Podcast and I am your host, my name is Dario, with me, my good friend Renz. Hello, hello everyone. And so guys, we are here for the second part of the Doctor's Full Faction Review. In this episode, we will talk about the henchmen available for the Doctor's Faction and a couple of sample lists designed by Renz to cope with a uh, uh, 100 Duke game and a uh, 150 Duke campaign. Mm, what else can we say? Uh, I wish to share a couple of uh, interesting in- historical facts about uh, medicine in Venice. And um, you know what? Uh, in the first part, I thought about the, the 1st of March was the, um, the new year. Uh, in, um, yeah. in in the in the Serenissima, but you know why? The why? Actually, the the first day of the year, it was initially set on the twenty fifth of March. That is uh, a date that we we are meeting now, and incidentally, will be the one thousand six hundredth birthday of Venice. Wow. In- yeah, that's incredible. That's I mean, 1,600 uh, years of history for this city. It's wow. amazing. You know, the, the 20, this date, of course, uh, it's a tradition. Uh, they traditionally say that the Venice was uh, founded on the 25th of March because it was the date in which San Giacomo di Rialto is a church was consecrated to to, to to Christian cult. We know that the church is not at all that old. Is not uh, the, the church have not been consecrated on the, the 25th of March, uh, 421. It's a 12th century church, so quite old, but not that old. However, um, as time as time went by. Uh, Venetian government realized that having the first day of the year on the 25th of March wasn't so um, easy, so, <laughs> so, so, so handy, so they decided to move the, the first day on the 1st of March. Right. And there was another problem. Venice never uh, u- uh, used the, the, the Gregorian calendar. They stuck with the, the Julian calendar. So when you take a look at the, the, the dates in, a, in Venetian documents, you always see um, a, a little writing after the years. For example, 1774 MV. That writing MV stays for More Veneto. That means uh, in the Venetian way. Because the, the time for them was different than uh, the, other, the other states that uh, used uh, the Gregorian calendar. So all the years were switched by one year. It's insane. <laughs> wow. <Thunder. It's> calculating <laughs> birthdays must be horrible. No, horrible, <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, you know what? I was thinking about the, the, this thing of, of taking the 1st of March as the first day of the year. But if you think about it, and if you start counting the year from March, 
you realize that September, October, November, and December are actually the 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th months of the year down there. They oh. know so many things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this was what the worst intro ever. Sorry, guys. I, I was totally taken by these kind of anecdotes. You know, I love them. Yeah. Shall we start with the episode? Yeah. Excellent. We're going, to, we're going to talk about a lot about animals. <laughs> Not animals. Animals, yes. <laughs> Not <all> no. <laughs> Welcome, cari signori, welcome to the city of the unending Carnevale. Welcome to Venezia. But be aware, there are monsters behind the masks. <laughs> so guys, just a little thing. Before starting talking about the actual models, uh, in the first part we talked about the, um, the heroes and uh, the leaders of the Doctor's faction. They represent the official medicine. So the medicine that was um, for rich people, but how common here um, try to heal themselves when they got healed? The answer is not exactly a beautiful one because they were surgeons, um, more or less like, like in the, the, the rest of Italy or Europe, there were barbers who were low-level surgeons. In Venice, there were dedicated surgeons. Their name was, uh, their name, uh, was Stuari. Uh, oh, sorry, Stueri. The, this name comes from the word Stua, that literally means stove. Why? Because in, uh, in their workshop, they had to, to have a stove. Because initially, those, those Stueri were people uh, whose job was to cutting nails, removing calluses, so they, they need a lot of hot water. And so they, they need a stove always lit on. In the, when time was, went by, they specialized in other surgical operations and um, trying to, to, to do a little bit of medicine, but they weren't that good. <laughs> I mean, you know, in, uh, we, we got a document dating uh, 1615, uh, 1615, more Veneto, <laughs> that <laughs> said that the Stueri give medicines so powerful that instead of banishing evil spirits from patients, they banished their souls. <laughs> so they used to kill their patients. <laughs> you know, when, when you drink a potion, yeah. made with mercury what are you expecting to achieve but if you think about it yeah. after that the patient was not ill anymore he wasn't complaining no no no, no i don't not at all <laughs> <laughs> no more pain <laughs> you can file a complaint oh no you're not going to file a complaint yeah. because you don't know how to write <laughs> and, oh. I, and i don't too <laughs> They probably had to pay in advance. <laughs> oh yes, probably. <laughs> you never, you never know how these things end. <laughs> no. 
Okay, so beforehand. my rankings are terrible. However, <laughs> sorry, but this was a, a little bit of uh, historical facts that I wish to share. It's so, it's so, so weird. <laughs> I think it's, it would be fun for the guild to have such a character. Oh, yes, why not? Yeah, with a little little stove walking around trying to heal people or kill them. Or kill them. <laughs> you can uh, heal, heal enemies and kill uh, allies. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yes, you're right. Okay. Now <laughs> let's do, let's take a look at the henchman. Maybe there is a story a story here in somewhere. No, not. Oh, uh, an apprentice story. Probably apprentice story. <laughs> okay. Let's take a look at the henchman. Here we are, the henchmen available for the Doctor's faction. And we were just noticing that out of 11 choices available, seven of those henchmen are mindless. So be careful when, uh, when choosing your models because you've got uh, mindless heroes and a lot of mindless henchmen. So the possibility to struggle on objective games are real. So now... Let's take a look at the first one available, the Carrion. 13 ducats, it's expensive. The Carrion are a sort of madmen that are fitted with uh, tools, climbing tools or something like that to cover uh, a unique weakness that the Doctor had, generally speaking, that is the, the agility rooftop game. They are insanely fast. Movement 6 is great. And paired with Dexterity 5, Acrobatic 3, Infiltration, you got a perfect tool to, to, to try to go and steal those objectives. Unfortunately, since the Carrion are madmen, they are mindless, even if they got pickpockets. So you can try to steal those objectives and carry them away, but you're not going to claim them. The problem here with the Carrion is that you are very fragile with nine life points, protection three, and even attack two. They're not that great. So the, the tactics, the tactic, the tactic that you're going to probably pull out here is to to go in, uh, charge, probably go with your attack, and then uh, dodge away and run away, uh, carrying away the objective and the will points that are always useful because you got an access to hmm you know there you you really want to if you really want to to include the carrion in your list you have to plan according to to spending 13 points on a, on a, on, a, on a squishy henchman but they got they got the, the the little spot they can cover quite good and the carrion actually is one of the models that I love the most to include uh, in my doctor's lists, even if even if because I own two since I got the La Grazia researchers. I don't know, friends. What are your thoughts about these uh, lovely guys? Yeah, they're they're very specialists, but they're very good at what they do, and that's just move fast. Um, for example, you have one of the base scenarios in the book is uh, I think it's called Street Fight. Mm -hmm. Where you have to run from one edge of the board to the other edge of the board. And it doesn't matter if you're mindless. So in that scenario, just running, these guys 
are worth their points. With all the jumping and the fast moving, your opponent will really need to take them out before they just escape out of range. So, and that, that's one of the things with doctors. They, they sort of have this broad range of tools for every situation. I mean, sure, they have some disadvantages. I mean, yeah, these guys have basically no attack and no protection, but no. <laughs> that's not their job. Uh, and in games where you have uh, objectives, they have this unique ability of stealing them and just running away with them and then giving them to somebody that's not mindless. That is a, diff a more difficult game to play because this probably gives your opponent a chance to take them out and hit them. But they can do that. So, very interesting characters. Uh, in, in normal scenarios, or normal, in, in scenarios with the objectives, I think they are difficult to use. But if you're if you're you win by just running, then they are amazing. Yeah, you're right. Mm, they're they're not meant to fight in 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 any, in any possible way. Don't don't even try to to grapple someone uh, off the roof because attack two is not enough. It's just not enough. Mm, probably my my point of view about, about the carrion is uh, probably is is a late game. Uh, model mm, when when you got an idea an idea about uh, who is going to claim uh, the objectives you can try to to stick the carry on uh, into into the enemy lines and try to to steal the objectives or just carry it away i don't know he is not a frontline fighter at all if if they can target him uh, the carry is going to die and fast very very quickly. <clears throat> yep. A specialized character he needs. Yeah, yeah. As a feeling, there must be other tricks to him. I think Nexus is a bit wasted on him, but the advantage is that he can be fed by a Hollow Man. Oh yes, they can. So th so that's nice. Okay, I actually I tried uh, as a. As an exercise of, 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 of tactic, actually, to to pair the carrion with a uh, doctor of the arsenale and the um, uh, the intercepted documents, because the carrion has got infiltration. So if you can give your know, doctor of the arsenale infiltration too, now you got these uh, two uh, this dynamic duo uh, already on the roost. Huh? And they can actually go together. Okay, the carrying is faster, but you can uh, keep them close and uh, initially use the the, the carrion's will points to to feed your soul cannon. And when the carrion is going to run out, uh, is going to run out of will points, you can uh, throw in the carrion and try to pickpocket those will points from your opponents. Of course, it won't. <laughs> it won't work with the Strigoi because they're no will, they got no will points, so no pickpocket in that case. However, generally speaking, that can be um, a useful thing to do. The the weakness of this strategy is that it's going to cost you thirty five ducats. Yes, a lot. <laughs> but, but I like it. It's very creative. It's very. I, I I already yeah. I think that's very good because I think one of the problems usually with just infiltrating Doctor of the Arsenal is that he needs 
then then your your madman has to climb up and it's just no they won't they won't do it yeah they're not they, able to they refuse but the straight jacket is not is not the best uh <laughs> the best climb a building so i like the idea i really like this idea even if it's really expensive in a defensive game where you sort of have to protect something that's a really nice setup yeah i like it thank you do you want to, to go further and talk about the lab assistant? Yes, let's talk about the poor lab assistant. Poor lab assistant. Yeah. No, I think that we, we, we should talk about the lab assistant uh, uh, before and after uh, the apprentice doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. In vacuum, the lab assistant is not bad. It's priced more or less like uh, like a citizen because he's eleven ducats. Uh, okay, he's got less protection and only two will points. But the shock pod is not bad because I got stun weapon and hunter. Fluff wise, it's uh, really fitting with the idea of of this guy who helps the, the the doctors of the beast and the master of zoology to keep those those animals in check. The problem here is the lab assistant is vastly overshadowed by the sheer flexibility of the, um, the apprentice doctor. And that's a shame, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. And the problem is, he has Hunter, which only works against larger bases. So if your opponent has no larger bases, then it's useless. It's wasted. It's a waste. And also, even if he's fighting most things that have larger bases are way stronger, <laughs> are way too hard to handle for the simple lab assistant, in my opinion, <laughs> with his mere protection of two. <laughs> so, Any level life. <laughs> I mean, sure, he has a bonus against the Radru, but the Radru is just going to eat this guy. So, <laughs> literally, <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, he's, he's in a bad spot, I think. But he, he's not mindless. So that's, he, he's got yes. that going for him. Yeah, come on! It's it's fitting the idea of the if you want to play if you want to play the um, the beast sub faction the lab assistant is the guy that you wish to to go grab those objectives because he's not mindless as you say. Yeah. However, for the for the whole faction, mm, he struggles. Yeah. He struggles yeah. a lot. I, I I prefer thousand of times the the nurse who's cheaper and can achieve so. So much respect of the uh, as, uh, respect of the lab system. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's not it's, bad, but it's a weaker choice. It's a super choice at the moment. Yeah, yeah. One of the few in the faction. I think it's mostly because the protection of two is so low for an eleven point yeah. model. Probably they got a just... lot of distance. No, I mean in the flop probably they got uh, so many lab assistants that they 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 won't give them better clothes or sort of armor. <laughs> okay, you got eaten, no problem. There's another one. <laughs> yeah, I know, and that's okay, but not for eleven points. <laughs> mm. Quite expensive. Yeah. All right. Well, I I don't I don't think there's much to re redeem. No, unless they, unless they, the the, the TT combat wishes to 
just to rebalance or rewrite it a little bit, or just make the the the, the, the apprentice doctor more expensive, the lab assistants lab assistant. I don't know. It, it, it has no place in my list. No, unfortunately. Unfortunately, it's the first. It's, it's I think that the first uh, bad, just bad model that we we uh, we see on the fa- in the whole faction. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So some models are difficult to use, but they're not bad. I mean, even the yeah. warden is not bad. He's he, he just specialized. Yeah, he specialized. <laughs> And that we see that a lot. Like the Carrion is not bad. He's specialized. He's bad if you want to fight with him. But yeah. the lab assistant, even if you want to fight with him, he's still bad. <laughs> he, <laughs> he wants to do the thing he's made for. He's bad. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. Let's just look at a very good choice now. The nurse. Yes. I very think scary that model. Would... <laughs> oh my god, is so 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 silent here. Yeah, she's incredibly scary. <laughs> Nurse so is a support I... character. Yeah, Dukats. She can pull the trick. She's good. What's your opinion on that? On uh, on this model, right? Well, first off, a nine-point model that is not mindless. So, just just off the bat. That's very good. <laughs> I don't care mm-hmm. about the rest. No. Okay. <laughs> but, but she's also, I mean, her stat line is, again, she's not a fighter. She's a healer. That's her job. She can heal, heal people, mostly doctors probably. She can heal people and she can carry objectives because she's not mindless at score, score points. Mm-hmm. I think she can do those with points and for only nine. She, for only nine ducats, that's really nice. She's not an armored yet. Think about it. Wow, a rusty knife. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to use that knife anyway. No. No, no, the, the, the her healer ability is great. It's great because uh, you're, you're requesting the, the country of sun uh, and uh, it's going to, to truly heal your models. Mm, you, you don't. I think that you you don't want to save your will points for what actually casting no. the country of star of sun is basically free, so I've used it. Uh, why not? Mm, the the thing that I see here is is a great support character that wants to to go grab objectives when uh, when the will her will points are are, uh, are going to to be finished. Yep. And, mm, the the, uh, the only the only drawback that I see is the dexterity of three, that is quite bad because if you need to jump or to to climb anything, you are going to struggle. However, we are talking about a nine ducats model, so she's great as she is. And companion doctor, you got okay, you got mind mind one, but we got companion doctor. So even the the, the worst doctor. Uh, I mean, the, the Master of Zoology has got mine three, so you're going to cast that country of sun, no matter what. Mm, I don't know. I don't know what she what, what to say about her about the nurse because mm, she is so straightforward that uh, it's quite easy to use. Heal, heal, heal. When yeah. you got zero will point, go there and grab some objective. Nothing more, nothing less. Just one uh, interesting uh, sort of game 
style you can do is uh, take one of your big monsters. I don't know, maybe the, the Unleashed Madman mm-hmm. really likes some healing and uh, have him be supported by one or maybe even two nurses. And just sort of keep healing him, stop him from dying. Yes, and it could be an interesting uh, way to play if you want to if you want to go that route, or maybe the being make him really immortal. <laughs> yeah, yes, all right. You know, those four weak points are going to are pure gold actually. Mm. Yeah, they can they can't use uh, madmen, which is a shame. They're not doctors; they're nurses. No, she's not a doctor, but who cares? Nine ducats, nine ducats. No, it's it's great as she is, I think. <laughs> she also combines very well with the Doctor of the Morgue, which is nice because he can have divinity, mm-hmm. uh, just like them, by the way, and, <clears throat> yeah. and he can give them will points if necessary. Oh yes, oh yeah, with the country of Sir, he can replace will points on uh, on on the nurses. Yeah, I mean, if necessary, they don't really need it because country of the sun doesn't cost will points to cost, so it's not necessary. But... Yeah, might only, be, only... there might be a way to bank more will points. Mm-mm-mm. They're good. The only yeah. problem is that they come with a etheric, uh, a, uh, esoteric investigation. Sorry, the the box with the Doctor of the Mind. So you have to 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 buy it unless you want to go with a single model. But yeah. they're, they're they're very good. They're very good. Yeah, good choice. Again, specialized, but. Uh... But in this case, they're also cheap. So, okay. Now, the next henchman is a linchpin in the whole faction. In the whole, I faction. mean, yeah, the madman. If you don't mind, I wish to to spend a couple of words about the the how madness and uh, actually, mm, how can I say? The, the illness of the mind uh, were treated during uh, during the, the the time of the Republic. No, please. Yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. yes, there's, here there's something quite 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 disturbing, I think, because you know, mm, okay, the the idea of the the mind that that is uh, something that can be can suffer illness is is quite recent. We all know that, and so. Um, before uh, the doctor of uh, sorry the the hospital in San Servolo, the place where ill people were were taken uh, was a ship, a galley that uh, was docked just in front of uh, some San Mark Square, uh, which name was La Fusta, the ship of the fools, also known by the Venetians as La Locanda del Redentore, the Tavern of the Redeemer, because the figurehead of, the, of this galley was actually Jesus Christ Redeemer. <laughs> this ship, in the very beginning, was, uh, was a training ship, because, you know, uh, in the end of the 16th century, mm, there weren't so many volunteers to row the galleys. The, the job was uh, was incredibly harsh. The the conditions on board were uh, were extreme. Uh, uh, rowing a boat like that was was crazy, and uh, even if the that kind of job was well quite well paid and there were benefits, 
less and less people wanted to, to board the galley and row who knows where and who knows how long. So uh, the government set uh, for some prisoner to be to, to spend a, a to spend a, a period of their of their jail time uh, rowing on galleys. But they need training. They, they need training because you know rowing is not easy. And I now now I know it why because I try to row in the Venetian way and it's difficult. So there was the, this this ship was set and uh, it was a training ship. However, mm, as time goes uh, as time went by uh, on this ship, uh, the inmates were sorry, not the inmates, the, the prisoners were taken. And I don't want to say abandon them, them uh, abandon, abandoned there, but a sort of something like that. The, the first inmate uh, was sent to this ship uh, in uh, the end of the, um, of the uh, 17th century. And the, the ship was treated like, a, like, like an asylum in the end. It was quite disturbing, I think. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the most dis- disturbing thing, thing in the whole situation was that this, this, prize, this prison ship was meant to be displayed in front of, of all the people of Venice to remember the people that who trespasses the law could, have, could end up there. Uh, La Fusta, in the end, was, uh, was uh, destroyed, demolished when uh, Napoleon uh, conquered Venice. And the, the, all the, the, the inmates were taken to, to, to the Ospedale di San Servolo. The way in, in which the, the illness was treated, or better, was not treated, it was still there. So in the memories of, uh, of the Venetian people. I don't know. It's quite, quite oh. creepy, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> you have this giant ship, a big ship in front of you, your city, all kinds of... Yeah, the, the the problem is, the problem was it wasn't that the big the, the ship wasn't that big, and it was incredibly cramped with uh, with prisoners and, and crazy people. So you can imagine that the, the hygienic condition on board of this ship, <laughs> insane. <laughs> that you could probably smell it. Uh, oh from... yes, from miles. <laughs> Yeah, actually, outbreaks uh, and riots were very common aboard, um, on board uh, of uh, La Fusta. And so, in the end, the, the, the government, it's, uh, the government of Venice, actually, uh, in the end, decided to to move the the the, uh, the madman to to the hospital, uh, uh, to the hospital in San Servolo. You know, history is creepy. Yeah. Thank help. you for sharing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now, shall we talk about the, mad, the, the our madman? Yes. What, what do you think? It sounds good. Now, the madmen are difficult. They are something that probably you're going to need in any doctor list. There are very few corner cases when, uh, where, where the madmen are not going to be included. I'm thinking about, of course, the the, the beast uh, subfaction, but in generally speaking, you want at least one madman to fuel your doctors. It's a sort of tax, but 
it's is is an is an accessory. They are weak fighters. They are kind of squishy because they got protection three and nine life points with only concealment as a, as a way to protect them from from enemy attacks. They cannot capture objectives because they are mindless. The only good thing that they got is those seven will points that are going to fuel your doctors for their for their magic or just to boost their rolls. Remember, remember that uh, Nexus is going to kill you eventually, because when you are going to run out of will points, you are going to die slowly, but you're going to. So they're difficult characters, but you are probably forced to include at least one in your list. And the, the, in the end, the, the the true limit that they see here is Nexus that has got only three inches of range, so your madmen are going to be quite close uh, to the doctor that they are serving. Mm, and if we are talking about something that, wa that wants to stay away from enemy, that's all right. But when uh, the doctors that you, that you that is, need, is in need of your will points is a doctor of poison or something, or some, some doctor that want to go up and uh, actually punch the the the, opponent mo the opponent's models mm. they're going to struggle don't know and they need uh, the, they they need a sort of planning ahead because you want the madman in the right position to to fuel you, the doctor in uh, the subsequent activation what are your thoughts about uh, these these difficult models yeah you you made a lot of good points. It is the madman that they are very good. I mean, they are like this battery of will points, and that's just amazing for seven points. However, they are so dependent on it. The faction is so dependent on these models. Uh, I mean, building a list without them is not common. <laughs> it's a challenge, um, and <clears throat> it, that's what makes the faction. Uh, a bit more complicated because you have like these living batteries that you have to move along and they sort of they sometimes betray your movement because they're moving ahead or your opponent might take you have to protect them so your opponent doesn't like shoot them away so yeah it's like without these living batteries yes the magic in your faction stops working really fast that's really something you have to think about when Playing and yeah, working with these madmen and playing doctor the doctor's faction. Yeah, right. They are so a sort of um, chain in your on your list building because uh, they are linked to so many so many doctors and so so many possibilities, and they are your weak point too because if your enemy manages to, to take out uh, the madmen early on the game, you're screwed. Protect them, uh, use them, and you know now that uh, holomen are are a thing uh, in faction. Don't be shy about using those will points. I mean, before holomen, I had really to to think well ahead about uh, okay, I'm am I using uh, the will points to boost this role or am I not? Now that, that the holomen uh, are available to the faction. I am just so I'm positive about uh, using those will points early on the game. 
because I, I, I don't fear to run out of full points uh, later when, uh, when, when, when the late game uh, comes because probably I've got the hollow man that is going to, to replenish some of them. I don't know. <clears throat> but that's a good point you make. Uh, it's it's you can play like fast and furious, like really burn them really fast, just to get this edge really early on. Or you have to think about, all right, this game is going to take like six, six or seven turns, and I still need to be able to cast spells at the end. So that also makes it difficult because it requires either long-term planning or really getting the most out of it as fast as possible. You know, since they are very squishy, my general, I, um, I don't know, I, I'm not that many, that, that much experience in the game. However, in the, the dozen of, game, of, of games that I played, I, I experienced a sort of a, um, burst of uh, will points and common points use in the first uh, two up to three terms. Yeah. And later on, all the characters are depleted of win points and common points, so the sheer um, stats are going to weigh more and more. The problem with the doctors is that usually the, your sheer stats are not that great. So in the early turns, uh, when this kind of burst is, uh, is happening, you, in my opinion, of course, you have to 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 use all the weapons that uh, that uh, are are in your arsenal at the best, because in late game is not going to to be to be good for you usually. Yeah, but this is limited to my experience, of course. Probably uh, other other people can say no, Dario, you are totally wrong because <laughs> if you are, if you are, if you are a better player. You wouldn't know this and that. I tend to agree with you. Personally, when I play, I, I, I want to burn through my will points as fast as possible. I mean, there's no point in dying with command points or dying with will points. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I say. So, so I have, I, you have like these, fir the first turn usually is just movement and then the second and third turn, you're just really using everything you got and hope it's enough. But with Mad Men, you can't really, if you do that, if you use them for everything, then you definitely won't have any will points left to cast any spells in the fourth turn. <laughs> and you have to think about it. It's slightly different than just using everything you got. It's difficult. Yeah, it's difficult. It's very strategic and very interesting. I think that's also why they're a popular faction. Yeah, they are very challenging and rewarding when you when you manage to master them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Excellent. Is there anything else about the the Madman that you wish to share? The only thing is that their stats are actually not that bad for a seven point model. <clears throat> they have movement of four and, and surprisingly dex of four. And for some <laughs> dudes in a straight jacket, <laughs> they can, they can climb quite well. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I mean they're 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 better climbers than slaves, so uh, at least they got that. They they they're not slow. It's not like they're dragging behind your 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 doctors or the They're just as fast, so that's nice. And I mean attack two, yeah, maybe 
if you're lucky, they might throw somebody away, but they're mm-hmm. not going to do a lot of damage. No, definitely not. Okay, the Rhino. Rhino is the next henchman in line, the first of the four animals available for the time being for the doctors. Mm, uh, I think that everyone can notice actually about the, the beasts uh, is that every animal is incredible, incredibly specialized, but all of them share some, um, some abilities and uh, they are all mindless, they are all, or they are all primitive. And they got no will points to spend, so you are not going to boost your roles. They are not doctors, so they cannot use madmen, of course. No, no. Rhino is uh, your charging truck. I don't know how to say better. <laughs> and uh, he's got plenty of life points, uh, a good move of five, low dexterity. You, you can expect it from a rhino, you know. <laughs> a solid attack profile and protection six. But the, the, the place where the rhino really shines is when, charges because, when charging because he's got first strike three. That is great. Mm, you can really put off some nasty charges. You can, you're going to, to roll seven dice uh, when attacking out of, a, uh, out of um, an attack of opportunity when charging. No, no. Mm, it's not bad. It's not bad, but it probably can be boosted far, further with uh, some uh, magical tricks. What do you think, friends? Yeah, I agree. It's not too expensive. I think he's fun. It looks fun, like it's recharging, and this, like you say, this charging truck through Venice, like <laughs> the, the running of the bulls, but but then with a rhino. <laughs> we we already discussed that there was an actual rhino in in Venice in in there. What was yeah. the name? Was it Maria? No, no, Clara, 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 Clara. So I think Clara is a really interesting model. <clears throat> She's a bit modified, I think, from uh, her normal, normal self. Mm. Um, but like you said, she needs some some boosts. Like, uh, for example, with the expert offense free from the doctor of the poisons, mm-hmm. would be nice. <clears throat> uh, boosting spells, uh, bloodlust, blessing, but also some movement tricks to get around that very annoying limited movement special rule. Oh. I, I I know it makes sense on the Rhino, but I think it's a really annoying... <laughs> I mean, Carnivale is the game about running, jumping, and, and climbing, and then the limited movements rule really <laughs> doesn't work. Come on, right? It's a, it's a Rhino. What do you expect? I, no, I, I, it, it makes total <laughs> sense. It makes She should have it, but it's just an annoying rule. I mean, yeah, I doesn't all your opponents just... They just like with running up the bulls, everybody goes up, goes climbing up, and you can't hit them. <laughs> I think it would be really frustrating for the poor rhino for Clara. But maybe for she, she's a she's a henchman, so twenty life points and protection six for a henchman, of course. Yeah, it's quite solid. Yeah, they're quite solid. And your opponent also has to think about: Am I going to spend a lot of effort trying to kill this rhino? Who can't obtain objectives, who can't even climb. Um, yeah, so but can really, really pull off some nasty, nasty grapples. Yeah, yeah, you can really knock people out of the way. 
Yeah. I don't know. The, the rooftop are not the place for the rhino, but down in the streets, uh, Clara is a queen. I, I think you can make a really fun list having like two of these in your list. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> it's probably not very good, but I think it would be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. yes. Probably. Just to of watch course. your opponent have to deal with it. <laughs> with 40 life points or <laughs> massive beasts rolling around the streets and throwing and, and crushing people. So people, oh, it's so, so fun. Yeah. Just remember to add, always add something like a, a doctor of uh, the beasts or a master of zoology because you got mind one and primitive. It's not a great combo. No, no. And, and... It mostly ends up stunned, and that's just yeah, that's annoying. If it becomes attack free, dexterity no, no. two, I know, no, no, that's not good. No, you're going to be hit by by actually everything. Yeah. it's an auto hit, almost an auto hit. Yeah, I don't know. Bring on those doctors. It's fluffy too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think that Reno actually pays very well with uh, with crocodiles that we are going to talk late about later, or be, just because they can really mm, pull off some nasty nasty grapples and uh, grappling someone uh, into a canal with a crocodile away is is always a great thing. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's something that I I wish to use to to clean up the streets from actually any anything. Mm, because the, the the fifty millimeters base is uh is, is really helpful uh, in uh, in performing those grapples. No, no, yeah, probably even better than just attack. Okay, because okay, you got you got first strike three, but out of a charge you are stuck with attack four. Yeah. No, no, probably the doctor of the the firmament like, giving material to to Clara is. Can really be a, a funny yeah, question. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Straight through buildings. Yeah. yeah. Charging through buildings. Yeah. Awesome. It's surprisingly slow for a rhino. No, come on. Move five is not that bad. No, but in my mind, I think rhinos. They're faster. Yeah, but this one is a bit. Clara is a bit. She had a bit too much surgery, so I think. Yeah. Uh, maybe they it hurts. Yeah. They hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Clara. Yeah. Okay, the second beast that we are going to take a look at is the crocodile. And that's the, actually, um, sadly, I can say the only option that the doctors have to, to, to cope with uh, water threats. The crocodile is a crocodile. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Announced as doctor used to used used to do um, with uh, a lot of life points because sixteen life points is a lot. Uh, a good profile. You you can see attack five and protection five uh, raises the, the, the staying power and the sheer uh, ability to damage the opponent uh, to to here level or beyond and the jaws uh, has got a, um, an excellent minus three penetration with aquatic i think that uh, other than the jaws 
we don't we don't see so many high penetration weapons in faction probably those all cannon from their arsenal but it's an, an entire different matter and uh, the the crocodile the problem with the crocodile is like rashar in rashar monsters in general is very slow when underground but when in water fast swimmer free plus his movement tree means that the, top, the the crocodile can move six inches when starting in water. It has the usual problems uh, associated with the animals, so limited movement in this case, mindless and primitive. But he's a water creature with fast swimming and uh, a solid start profile. Friends, have you got any, any mean trick to pull up for this beautiful monster beast? I really like him. I, I think he himself is sort of a mean trick because mm -hmm. I don't think I think you would expect him uh, very often with doctors because suddenly it changes their 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 sort of weakness into something very powerful. I think uh, so. Even against Rashar, you can suddenly have a have a countermeasure against like like a quick attack via water, and suddenly there's a mm -hmm. crocodile. So yeah, I really like him. I I think he's he's expensive, but not not too expensive. Like sixteen points, you can you can fit him in. Mm -hmm. the, the biggest problem is probably that doctor players aren't really used to having this water creature because it's the not not the normal style of play for doctors. But I think that's also his power uh, to surprise and to give you this extra tool. Uh, in your toolbox. So you mean something unexpected from the doctors? Exactly. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, and really strong, and you know, good protection, and sixteen life points is really a lot. Yeah. Yes, I I, I agree with you. Mm, it's solid, and it, the, the surprise effect that can can do the job. Uh, what do you say? I I think that I never thought about it, but. Actually, a, a great way to deal with doctors is to try to, to throw them into the water, and probably a Rashar will do it will do it with, uh, with 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 great success, and then maybe proceed to drown them. But if the crocodile is there, it's, it's you're you're right. It's a true hard counter to to any attempt to drown the doctors, because I I missed it in the at the first glance. But the crocodile itself has got a fifty middle, fifty millimeters base. So he's bigger than a Radru, he's bigger, he's on par with a Ugdru. So uh, drowning with a crocodile is a true possibility with a high high chance of success. He's good, he's yeah. <laughs> not bad at all. Yeah, and uh, I mean, like you said, he's fast in water and you also have to have the, the Master of the Beasts or the uh, Doctor of the Beasts Mm -hmm. And they are uh, rune casters, so adding those extra spells, those, uh, the cantrip of the chariot makes them even faster. Oh, you're right. It's uh, a free movement, so six yeah. inches more. You can yeah. try to to take your enemies by surprise by by unexpected uh, vectors. I can uh, I, I dare to say. Yeah, but so the country of Chariot actually is, is a great spell in any situation, but in this particular instance, it's not bad. Nope. I think it's really interesting, and uh, if 
you really want to surprise your opponent, take two crocodiles <laughs> and really change the, the rules of the game. Oh, yes. In, um, if, you, if you decide to, to go this route, uh, can I suggest to take somebody in your list who can actually grapple away uh, the enemy models? Because, you know, yes, the crocodile is strong in water, but if you face someone like, for example, the guild who loves to, to go on the rooftops, and you mm, really yep. need to, to, to take out those models from the rooftops and uh, throw into the canals, I, um, I guess that somebody who can reliably uh, make grapple action is mandatory if you want to, to, to try the double crocodile list. But it can be really interesting. There's actually one that would be very suited, and that's the gorilla, <laughs> which oh, we will yeah. discuss in yeah. a moment. Mm -hmm. Is uh, the, not the next one, but the, the, the one after. Yeah. Is anybody, is, sorry, is anything else that you wish to add to our crocodile analysis? Um, he also combines nicely with the Doctor of the Poisons. Mm -hmm. uh, giving him some, Explain. Uh, well, the, I'm mostly looking at her um, uh, command ability and then mm -hmm. at, uh, her uh, giving either uh, not acrobatic, I don't think you need that, <laughs> but the engage and the expert offense are both pretty nice for the crocodile, mm -hmm. keeping people in the water. Oh, yes. When they try to escape. And then the mm -hmm. crocodile has engaged free or expert defense, like really getting those rerolls. Both are both are very interesting for a crocodile. You know, I, I think that sometimes the and and all the, the engage uh, set of ability is um, considered underwhelming. You know, you know perfectly that the, the the focus on the whole game of Carnevale is the freedom of movement, and as Lewis Clark pointed out. The the, uh, the the way they choose to design the disengaging action uh, to to allow the disengaging player to actually move away uh, the character uh, even if he fails the, the the role because you can move two inches away in any case. Mm, sometimes engage. Uh, I th I think that is a um, seen as an underwhelming ability. However. Many people forget that if, if the, the disengaging character fails the role, okay, he moves away, but uh, an attack of opportunity can be, can be rolled. And when an attack of opportunity is rolled by a crocodile, mm, it's not bad. <laughs> oh, and you also get plus one attack. Oh, engage. yes. There would be yes, an attack right. six with minus three penetration. That's pretty mm. cool. I think that somebody is going to lose a leg. Yeah, yeah. Nice point about uh, the Doctor of Poison. That's, that's a good advice. Thank you, Renz. But now I, I need your wisdom because the next, uh, the next beast in line is the lion. Yeah. And I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. Yes, okay. Uh, here we got uh, um, the lion has got two, 12 life points and 15 ducats of cost. It's not bad. Movement 6 is actually great, even, be, even if be, because the lion he has not limited movement. He moves and a lot. The move 6 is good, dexterity 5 is great. But he's got only attack 4 and protection 3, 
and the teeth have got have got only penetration one. Okay, let's got an engage three, engage three, and expert offense three that are great, but um, so those four attacks are actually going to land probably. The, I don't see the point in including Hunter. I know that uh, they included it because of the of the original iteration of the Lion by Vesperon Games. Uh, they gave him something like an ability like Hunter, but he's got a 50 millimeters base, so yeah. probably the Lion can use at, at the time of this recording can use Hunter only on the Morgrow. It's quite a corner case. I don't know. Um, I I see better solution if you want uh, a high movement character, and I'm talking about the gorilla, of course. Yeah. I don't know. Um, he has got a good attack, but not that great. Good movement, but there is there is something better in faction. Yeah. I really don't know. So sell me the lion, please. Yes, so the reason why you would take the line over or next to the gorilla mm -hmm. is because you already have the Doctor of the Beast, right? Mm -hmm. And yes, again, he's a must. He's a must. So what you do, you give him a walk between worlds, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. One that gives you flying, uh, ethereal. Flight and slippery. And slippery. Mm -hmm. So the line is, is a good, is the, is the best target for it. Because the group already has fly, so there's no point in casting it on him. But if you cast on the line, then he, like the gorilla, has flying and also ethereal and slippery. Uh, mm -hmm. And he is the better fighter because of his expert defense three. Mm -hmm. So for the same amount of points, and because you already have the, the master of the beast, you get the better fighter. However, you are limited to casting it only twice, so there are some limitations. Hmm. But I think the biggest difference is the expert defense three. That that yeah, that's what, what makes the lion uh, the better fighter between the gorilla and himself. But it's a bit of uh, but that's the only reason I, I think. You know, it's always um... You make me think out of the vacuum. I my, my problem is that I when I, when I see a model, I don't immediately make connection with other models in faction. While you do it a lot, so in uh, I like your point of view. I like your point of view, and uh, I see the, um, the the combo with uh, the, now I see the combo with the Doctor of the Beasts. And actually, I, now I can say, yes, the, the lion has his spot. Has his spot, yes. Why not? Yeah. He's a reliable fighter. And if, if supported in the way you say, he can be a reliable fighter, then can move a lot. And you know what? Okay, protection tree is low. But dexterity five, it's not bad. Even under a defensive point of view. You can yeah. jump a lot, okay, but you are going to be hit less often. And yeah. it's great. Yeah. Thank you. The second, thing, the second mm -hmm. smaller thing you can do, which it, it, it's more fun than really tactical, is if you have, the, again, the Doctor of the Poisons, you can mm -hmm. give him the 3. 
which combines nicely with his decks of five. And because he's not limited movement, he can make quite some interesting jumps. Oh, yes, indeed. So that's a sort of a fun, surprising uh, way to uh, jump really far. <laughs> wow, yeah. You can also sure. combine it with, by giving him, uh, uh, by, uh, for example, a, a Blessing of the Sky, mm -hmm. which multiple characters multiple doctors can cast on him you can increase his dexterity to seven yes which is which also makes him really hard to hit especially against weapons with uh, evasion uh, one yeah they they they're going to hit on eight so yeah it's very difficult now so with with a simple spell you can really increase his uh, his power or his protection, or yes, if you so it, it, this is a character that wants to be supported, but yep. he can he can receive actually he can multiply his uh, his staying power or as you said uh, his uh, sheer hitting power um, if if well supported in uh, in the way you say. Thank you, Rens. That's that's great. Well, but now, the last beast available for the doctor, and so yeah. far my favorite, the gorilla. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, I love this. I love this guy. Come on, it's an ape with with wings uh, stitching on on its back. <laughs> Poor beast. My goodness. I, I actually saw in the old artwork from Vesper uh, mm -hmm. that it used to be a, a baboon. <clears throat> with wings, and uh, at a certain point they changed it to a gorilla, <laughs> which I both think is fun. But <laughs> I was so uh, gross. I was surprised. Yeah, so gross. Yeah. Well, I love the gorilla. I don't like beasts in general, but I love the gorilla. Yeah. Mm, movement six with fly. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also a very good stat line, all fours, except mind, of course. And he, he, isn't, he also has titanic fists, which are great, plus one damage. And as sort of an icing on the cake, he gets a bodyguard for some reason. <laughs> I, guess, I guess gorillas make great bodyguards. <laughs> no, that's the true second point, in my opinion. Mm, that is, this is where the gorilla is far superior to the warden. Movement six and bodyguard. You yeah. now you can really be a bodyguard because you can actually go anywhere. Everyone that that is that is threatening your doctors. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I, I think that in a, in a in a in a game like Carnevale where movement is everything, uh, a character like this with this stuff line who can freely move everywhere. Not taking falling damage and uh, jump, not not jumping, but moving uh, down down from a rooftop and enjoying the gorgeous minus five penetration of the aquatic face. I remember, if I recall correctly. Yep. Yep. It's great for fifteen dugas. Yep. Yes. Yep. Take two. He's also good at throwing people fifty meter base. So throwing people away is also a good idea. What a crocodile weighs, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, that, yeah, what we were talking about. 
he combos really nicely with the crocodile. Then you have your water covered, you have your rooftops mm -hmm. covered. Yeah. It's it's a great character. It's a great yeah. character. And uh, I strongly encourage you all, our fr friends who play doctors and uh, love their beasts as a team to always feel the gorilla. He is um, the really the icing on the icing on the cake is uh, uh, covering the role of uh, protect your doctors while being a, a great harassment uh, model. So buy the gorilla. <laughs> gorilla <laughs> good. You want it. Yeah. The only the only thing that I that I see it's a limit here is that he comes in the beast tamers with the two lab assistants. <laughs> great. Uh, you can order him separately now. Yeah. Yes, yes. I guess, I guess the only real limitation is that he has to keep in line of sight with the with the doctor of beast to to not go uh, primitive. Yes, but you're right. His, his flight. But that's a that's a true issue. That's a true issue. Yeah. The problem with with primitive and my, primitive is, is all there. You have to to keep in line of sight and can be tricky because probably the, the doctor of the beast or the master of zoology won't go up on the rooftops. Exactly. So yeah, plan carefully. Mm, any other uh, nasty tricks or combos with the gorilla? But I think that it, it's quite a straightforward model that mm, can can play by by itself without any trouble. And uh, every every boost, uh, every um, yes, every boost on him is welcome. Uh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I. Yeah. Shall we take a look at the next uh, henchman? Yes. One of your oh. favorites. Oh, yes, he's one of my favorites. <laughs> Electron Cannoneer, a mini doctor of the Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. You know, fun fact about this about this model is um, that I don't, I don't remember when, but uh, a guy on the Facebook page uh, was looking for advice on, uh, on his doctor's list, and, um, and, and, I, and I write, okay, but why don't you include the Electron Cannoneer? And uh, he replied, I'm trying to write a list without including him because I always include one or more electron cannon here. Yeah. This model, this, this character is insane. I love it so much. 12 ducats, it's not the price for what the electron cannon brings to the board, in my opinion. The profile is average with only protection three, but it's not that bad i mean it's an henchman so perfectly in line with a human henchman the universal shielding three good but won't keep you alive for long the true selling point on the electron cannon here is the electron cannon range eight damage one penetration minus one and it's great on a henchman black powder two-handed i want to point out that we that here we don't read reload it's not a reloadable weapon so you can shoot using both of your actions and this is great there are not so many weapons in the game uh, sorry ranged weapons uh, that have not to be reloaded 
So the Electron Cannoneer is, uh, is quite unique among the, the, ranged, the ranged characters. Yep. Yeah, the only one I, I can think of now by heart is the, are the Baronis. Baroni. Yeah, the pistols, yes. The yeah. Baroni, because they got two pistols, so they, I think they shoot one and the other one, one and the other one. Yeah. Of course, uh, unless they use both parents. Unless, yeah. yeah. Mm, what can we say about the Electron Cannon here? Uh, the, good, the good thing about the Electron Cannon, okay, the start is great, but it's going to arch some lightning on uh, targets other than the original one. So after you hit your intended target, the, the lightnings are, are going to, to jump on nearby characters. Um, just one, actually, within three of the target. You can make another combat action for zero AP. The attack is equal to the, the damage done in the previous action. So it's good because you can, um, you can hurt uh, enemies who are too close to each other. Be careful there because the the lightning can arch on uh, your your models too, so mm. <laughs> a little caution is required. Yeah. I don't know. Mm, he's just good as as he is. He's great, and uh, the the model he makes me smile because he's actually smiling. He's a guy who loves his job. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a lot of damage. I mean, if you position him well, you, in one turn you can like hit four. Four times for the oh, yes. two models twice, and if you put in a lot of will points, I don't know from a madman or something like that. Mm, it's not a doctor. It's, oh, not, it's not doctor. No, it's okay. not doctor. So you cannot use the madman will points. But for example, a bloodlust cast on the electron cannoneer. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, or blessing of the sky. Yeah, yeah. Blessing of the sky. Yes. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. You you say you say that well. Four you are going to attack four times because you are actually using two action to attack, but your attack will jump on other models too. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I mean, just one of these guys combined with the Doctor of the Tournament. I mean, oh, really? They can do so they can do so much damage. <laughs> Indeed. Thank you, La Grazia Researchers, for bringing us this sweet henchman. May I give a little advice to to doctors' opponents? Yeah, maybe maybe they need it. Yeah, <laughs> well, they they don't. They are they are capable to to face a doctor without fear. However, I wish to disencourage the the doctors' players to put the electron cannoneer on guard, because as I said, the 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 power arc will arc on any character within three inches of the target. So if your um, opponent uh, wishes, he can move the, the, the possible target for your electron cannoneer close to one of your models. So you suddenly are, go are, are forced to, to attack your own models because the, the, the second attack is not optional. You, you must carry it, carry out it. So, Caution, electricity burns. Yeah, yeah, but personally, I think that's what makes him also fun. There's mm -hmm. the risk involved. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's for sure. Yeah, he's a fun, really fun, fun model. Have you ever tried fielding two or even three of them? 
No, actually, I have never tried to feel more than one because I'm I got only one. Uh, so I I didn't want to proxy. Uh, so for the time being, just one electron cannon here. But if I manage to apply more than one, yes, why not? Because he's a henchman, so it's very tempting to just. Yes, yes, you're right. But you know, there is only one skull for uh, just now. So yeah. filling the same the, the same models the same model in uh, multiple copies with the same pose is quite boring. I, I totally agree with you. <laughs> uh, it feels like uh, you're like having all these clones. Oh yes, like yes, twins <laughs> <laughs> on the table. No, hopefully Probably. they'll have a different sculpt soon. Uh, I think that is nothing that a little bit of modeling cannot solve, but why? <laughs> I'm too lazy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got just two henchmen left. Oh, sorry. Is anything else that you wish to to say about the Electron Cannoneer? No, I think we've said enough, enough tricks and... Sneaky tactics, I think. Uh, yeah, just just put him next to a Doctor of the Vernament mm -hmm. and uh, cast all the nasty spells and use the command points. I mean, if you really want to go all the electric, can mm -hmm. yeah. I think we have a lot to talk about in our next uh, <laughs> the next uh, henchman. So, uh, you're right, apprentice doctor. I don't know. What they thought when they when they write when they wrote this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like like we now have to discuss like all the different options you can do <laughs> with this character. It's like discussing know. five different henchmen. It's tempting, actually. I don't know uh, uh, how much time we've got, you listeners, to, <laughs> to to listen to us because the apprentice doctor is quite tasty, even too much, I think. I don't know. Okay, my first impression. I think that Doctor players should enjoy the Apprentice Doctor as long as uh, she maintains this profile, these rules, and, and this cost. Because I I don't see um, I don't see how this model can be so good and cost only eleven ducats. I think the rebalancing will come. <laughs> mm -hmm. Soon, <laughs> I don't know. I got this feeling. I I, I have no um, ideas or you just know. I, I I am sure that this doctor will be rebalanced because it, she's just too good. She overshadows any other option that you can take as henchmen, and sometimes even as heroes for just eleven ducats. Yeah. The only thing that balances the Doctor of the Princess is, mm -hmm. is that it's very hard. That she's always combined. She's always linked to another Doctor. Yeah. So, so it's not like you can just take three of them and give them all whatever you want. No, no, you're right. So, so that that's sort of her balancing. But even with that balance, I mean, yeah. Come on, <laughs> she's crazy. She has, yeah. I mean, if we would just look at her stats, it's mm -hmm. for eleven points. Even if she didn't have the special rules, he was like, "Okay, that's 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 an okay henchman." He's on par with a citizen, isn't? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's pretty. It's not bad with the scalpel. 
minus one penetration. But then we get to the rule and suddenly it says she could be a mage too. <laughs> mm -mm. And that's like for 11 points, you can have a, a mage too. Henchman. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> yeah, we three will points. <laughs> yeah. Three more points. <laughs> That's unique. And, and access to to madmen, and yeah, because she is a doctor. Oh yes. So that, that's something we haven't seen before. Because if we look at all the other henchmen of other factions, they're all like maybe one or even zero, and they're all quite expensive. I mean, uh, I don't want to compare too much to other factions, but we've never seen a doctor uh, mage too. That's so mm -mm -mm. I don't know the, the other option other than uh, going with a uh, with the magical uh, magical user way of course is giving her the soul cannon from the doctor of the arsenal the spirit cannon sorry that's actually mm -hmm. one of my my favorite options yeah I, me, for me too that's that's insane I mean mm, I wish to uh, to encourage our listeners to, to read carefully The Apprentice Doctor because she is going to copy one, one a character ability, one weapon profile, or one special rule. So in the case of the Doctor of the Arsenale, she's going to copy the Spirit Cannon Burst or the Spirit Cannon Vent. So you, have to, you must actually choose between one of the two profiles of the weapon. And you are not taking... The, the the bad part of the spirit cannon. You are not unstable. You have not to spend will points to shoot the spirit cannon. So you got all the the the, the juice without the, yeah. the without the drawbacks. Yeah, and that's crazy good. Too much in my opinion. You, you know, we, we were talking about the electron cannoneer, and now bam. Take this spirit cannon and eat those bursts of goodness. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem with, yeah. with this model. She she so easily overshadows any other henchman option. Yeah, and the same is if you give her like the, the stun weapon from the Doctor of the Beast, she becomes instantly better than the than the lab assistant. Mm-hmm. Talking about. Another yes. option that, that I find it's not over far, but I, I find funny or interesting is if you combine her with the alchemist doctor and you give her smoke grenade, oh, <laughs> smoke yes. bombs. For 11 points, you have like this dedicated smoke bomb <laughs> model. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I think that's a, a fun combination. Move, put her on guard, and you got all the smoke bombs that you need. Yeah. For just 11 ducats. Yeah. And no, and, and no drawbacks because the, they have both bombs. Well, I was talking about actually the alchemical bombs because those yeah. are unstable. If you take the alchemical bombs, your alchemical bombs are perfectly fine. Yeah, <laughs> she got the safe ones. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Some reason. Yeah. Uh, because she's, she doesn't wear the, um, the gas mask. So <laughs> with only a face mask, you know, FFP1. Surgical mask, you cannot wield such dangerous weapons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, she's, she's fun to play around with with interesting combinations. But yeah, I think she's a must take in any doctor gang. And, yeah, probably. Yeah. 
you know, the only doctor that I that I don't see um, really fit, not, not fitting because, of course, the apprentice doctor fits every everywhere really good, in, especially in the fluff. But you know, uh, game wise speaking, is the doctor of poisons. Yeah. You know, because the doctor of poisons, uh, she relies on on her common ability to be great and the whole sets of ability to to work properly. Mm, okay, she's got expert offense, but if you take only expert offense, you're not gaining that much. Poison weapon, okay, but you are not expert offense in that case. So, and uh, the elixir ability cannot be taken by the apprentice doctor since she has got she hasn't got common points. You know, probably. The apprentice doctor shall be an apprentice to any other hero option. <laughs> Margie doctor, even the, the doctor of the beast, as you pointed out, uh, he, she borrows the, the stun weapon. She instantly becomes better than the lava assistant for the yeah. same point cost. Don't know. She's not an hunter. Who cares? Yeah. She got three points <laughs> instead of yeah. two. Yeah, you can also take Beastmaster if you're afraid of losing. Uh... Losing your model, sort of a backup, backup. Oh, you're right. Up, but... Never thought about that. She can be a a, a reserve beast master. You're right. Yeah. So good. Thank you, Rince. <laughs> Never thought about that. Yeah, it's it, it's not an overpowered, but it could be a sort of safety. I mean, like I said, she's a must take, and after taking her, you can figure out <laughs> what's the best option for her because they're all good. There's. <laughs> It's just a matter of taste and the, the kind of lead that you are going to play. Yeah. But always take at least one apprentice doctor. She wants to let you down. And I guess that that's also a bit of um, my problem with her. I, I really don't like models that are sort of must take. Like they're always good, and the apprentice doctor is always good. Mm -hmm. so. Yes. Mm, yeah, she she doesn't leave you choice because you know she's so good that why should I shouldn't I take her in my gang? Yeah. Mm, I mean, okay, from from a fluff fluff perspective, I, I see why an apprentice doctor should be on tail on every doctor gang, but in a, in a balancing or fun game perspective, I see. Mm, this, as I said before, when, when starting out talking about the Apprentice Doctor, she's just too good. I I hope, really hope that that uh, the TT Combat Company is going to to rebalance this model because she's just too good. I don't see. Yeah, and I think yeah, minor tweaks. I think they could do it either way. Either could make a point expensive, or maybe mm -hmm. mind to, or maybe will like to drop our will a will point or something like that. Mm -mm. I mean, it could be a minor know, thing, but even if you you lower her mind even to one, she's got companion doctor, so she's oh, yeah. she's going to enjoy that wonderful mind six that uh, is a uh, doctor, <laughs> for example. Yeah. Okay. You're, yeah, you're 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 absolutely right. Dropping her mind wouldn't be. I think dropping her will would be a bit more suited. Mm -mm -mm. Then she would become more reliable. Uh, she then she would need to rely on Madman. Which would be more of a weakness, which she doesn't have now. Yeah, that's right. More in line with other doctors, more exactly. doctor yeah. and less less henchmen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you for 
for your wisdom. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not mocking you. You're right. Oh. Probably that the, the way you see uh, this model of rebalance is, is good. Just a couple of points more, in my opinion, would be perfect. But uh, your changes too are, are, are great, in, as, as you as you say them. Okay. Yeah. Mm. This, this, tell, tell me, tell me. I want to say now we have another model which I think is uh, <laughs> also on the must take list. You see, I I think that the whole doctor faction can be split into two timelines, before and after the Holdoman. Yeah. Ah. Okay. The. Uh, um, I, I start. It's, it's difficult because you know the, the focus of Doctor with Mad Men uh, uh, has always been a, a great part of playing this faction. You know, you take the Mad Men because your doctors. Uh, can tap to into their souls to to use their magic, but the answer of what happens to a holoman when is uh, drained out, the the answer is the holoman, and it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and from a, a gaming point of view, the holoman is another model that probably you are going to take every time you want to feel a madman. Let's take a look at, the, at the, the stat of this model. First of all, five ducats. I think that other than the dog from the guild, probably this is the cheapest model in the entire game, isn't it? I think the dog is seven points. Yeah, this is definitely the cheapest model in the game. Wow. Six life points. My goodness. is <laughs> It's so weak. <laughs> Yeah, there are so few life points here, but yes, but, but that's actually not important. Important? Nah, not at all. You want them to die exactly. at the right time, actually. But you want them to die <laughs> before the extended four. Okay, the, the profile is just human. Okay, protection two is bad, but who cares? Then take a look at the special abilities: bodyguard, doctor, insane, frenzied, and mindless. But frenzied, why frenzied? Because the Holoman has got two unique special rules, life drain and death rolls. Let's take a look at the first one, life drain. Every time you lose a life points, including from frenzied, a single Nexus user, so madman and carry-ons, unleashed madman, may replenish that many win points. So anytime you go to boost your rolls using your life points, Someone else will gain again its will points. It's a portable charger. <laughs> How can I say that? Just, just with, with this single special rule, the Holoman, it's a must take if you want to include yeah. anything with Nexus. I don't know. Do you agree, Vance? Even with, even I, totally, with... I totally agree with you. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, maybe you should also explain Death Rose and after that. I can give you an opinion why this is one of the best models in the game, <laughs> even though it has six, six life points. Okay, that throws. So I know you know. The, actually, I see this, this this rule as a plus, and let me explain why. Um, when the the holoman dies, uh, every every 
doctor within three inches replenished two will points. Incidentally, exactly the, the same amount of will points that the most of the doctor have got. Two will points. <laughs> so use those will points and then let the whole man die. I think this, this rule is just uh, a plus, a welcome plus to, to the whole kit of this model. I don't know. You, you see why I say the, the, the faction plays in two ways, before and after the Holoman. Because before the Holoman, you were forced to take Madman in multiple copies if you, want, if, if you wanted it to, to, to allow your doctors to use their abilities. Now you can take the, the Madman, of course, but instead of another madman, you can take the holoman that probably is going to, to do a better job than the second madman. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear your voice, Rens, because I'm yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know. I, I think yeah, that the model is great. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like a, a madman can give you seven will points. The holoman can give you six plus when he explodes and he dies, he can give like Easily four more, so he has the potential to give like eight to ten will points away. And you have quite a lot of control over it because you can use frenzy. I mean, you can just say, oh, I'm, I'm jumping and I'm adding will points instead of moving. So it's not like he has to be in a fight or anything to use frenzy. And the point is, he's, he's so good. First, he's five points, which is like a gondola, like a piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. So cheap. And when we look at the five-point model, you expect like the worst deadline ever. But no, he has like movement is normal. His dex is normal. His attack is normal. He's better than oh, a madman. <laughs> his serious protection is low and his mind is of course one. But only his protection is, is a bit low. It's not even one. Like for example, the urchin. Mm-hmm. And, and what being five points does... Well, first of all, he already gives you like a, a ton of will points, which is what he was designed for. But there's two extra things that he does. They were not designed for. First, because he's so cheap, he basically gives you an extra extra, extra activation each turn because, because of the five-point model and you're already a lot of cheap models, chances are you're going to have more models or at least one more model than your opponent. Indeed. Which gives you a tactical advantage. Because having just activating your, your madman or, or your hollow man means your opponent has to activate somebody else before. So that's already a big advantage for for just a five point model. And the third option is because he has an attack of three, you can use him to throw something you already did <laughs> in our last game, to <laughs> throw other models. So, because attack three is pretty reliable to to you know to, to make one success. Yes. Just so you also generate extra movement for your gang for a five point model. I mean, it's just you have so many uses. And lastly, they're also pretty good fighters <laughs> because attack of three and you 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 throw in those will points because attack five. five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous how useful they are. I mean, you, a madman. You, you're not gonna. You don't want to attack with a madman. No, no, no. 
his attackers do, and it's like wasting his will points. But that's not the case with with these guys, because you're not wasting the will points; you're using their life points. Yes. So you- yeah, I mean, so many uses. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous for five points. You know, may may I share a couple of tricks about Holloman? Yes, please. Even more. Oh yes, <laughs> I'm sorry, but they 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 unlock so many possibilities. Bodyguard. This is a, a true gift. It's it's just a, it's just a Christmas present on top of, of all the, the stuff that that Holloman does. Bodyguard means that if you if you if you keep the, the Holloman close, and you go in with a bodyguard against an enemy who is threatening the the doctor. If you are almost dead, you could probably throw in the 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 the, the handful of uh, life points, it has will points that you got, and just explode to replenish the will points of your doctor, or try to grapple the doc the the, the, the attacking model way. And uh, there's a, another thing that I discovered while playing Holloman. If somebody attacks with a, with an attack. Powerful enough to to kill the Holloman, just boost the protection using your life points. Even to in in, in a way to kill your your Holloman, you're going to replenish with points for for an Exus user. <laughs> so he, yeah. even even in death they still serve. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. The only <laughs> thing that's threatening for Holloman is like ranged attacks. If they if you shoot him with a uh, Scorpio. Or something like that, <laughs> but, that but that feels wasteful for, for your opponent. I mean, you have to you have to use your really expensive shooting device on a five point model. Yeah, that's delicious. So, yeah, so that's also a use. <laughs> yes, mobile targets. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I think. No, they're yeah, great. If they're if they're I, great. Yeah. They're great, yeah. For just five minutes. Their stat line should be way worse than what it is. I don't mind the five points. That's okay, but that stat line is way too good. <laughs> way too good. Yeah. Another, another must model. Yeah. Oh, rebalancing. <laughs> well, a bit, a bit. Maybe, I, I think the attack should, should be lower because the use of, of using them to throw around your own models, I think that was unintentional. <laughs> probably. Probably. You know, I actually um before before playing against you, I had never t- thought about throwing my own models in the beginning of, of the game. But then you enlightened me. And now I want to throw my characters around <laughs> all the time. <laughs> well that's great. Yeah. All of them are, are really are really good. Probably too good, but you use them uh, as long as uh, <laughs> as long as we can. <laughs> Let's use them. Yeah, like the friends yeah. doctor. I do like that you have some extra options. You're you're not just stuck with madmen, and you can you also sort of include these guys. But I think they've become a bit too much of a must. Mm-mm-mm. Like when you're making a doctor list, first you add the you add your princess, you add a madman, and yeah, you add a holoman, and then you start with the rest. But you know, I think that I, I got mixed opinion about this because, for example, uh, including a madman without an holoman is always possible. I don't recommend it, but always possible. However, including a holoman without the madman, mm, 
I don't think it works in the same way. It's not as good as as including both of them. This keeps the the feeling of the of the faction when uh, you when you take a model, you should include another one to make the first yeah. one work properly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, guys. So in um, this episode, we we covered the 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 henchman, and now as to uh, Rens has prepared two lists, uh, 100 ducats, uh, uh, I will break your legs list, and another 150 ducats list that is more um, geared toward campaign play. So, Rens, wish to enlighten our minds uh, on the yes. way the doctors, please. So, for my 100 point list, I was actually inspired by your list. So, I, th- I think you mm. will like this list. It, Thank you. I'm honored. <laughs> I, I, it's not too. I think a lot of people will uh, will want to try this one out. Um, so first, uh, I, I won't start with my uh, leader because that's a bit of a surprise. So mm-hmm. at my heroes, I take the Doctor of the Arsenal mm-hmm. and the Doctor of the Vernament. Okay. Uh, already two very strong but also expensive doctors, and we were discussed. Doctor Vernament is so flexible and so good at. You know, you give him uh, at least Bloodlust and you give him uh, Blessing of the Sky, those two. And probably the the, the Marksman spell. Mm-hmm. Fortis so, Marksman. Yeah, exactly. To reload. So that's going to be his job. So then we had uh, two Madmen, you know, some fuel, mm-hmm. a Hollow Man, like we discussed, pretty mandatory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, of course, the fun part, we have the electric cannoneer. <laughs> More shooting. Already, uh... Then, of course, the apprentice doctor. And yes, we're going to give him one of the... He's going to be the apprentice of the doctor of the arsenal. I'm not sure which one which one of the guns. I, I really like the, 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 the lower, like with the, the, flame, with the, the template. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like having two of those. Because one of the tricks I, I would love to try with this list is mm-hmm. it has the Doctor of the Arsenal and the Apprentice like both behind the building and then have the Doctor of the Vernon make them ethereal and then <laughs> no, that's mean <laughs> yeah would be I think that would be fun and maybe have a madman join them for some extra will points yeah. I don't know I, I think that would be a fun tactic uh, then we have, uh, uh, oh, that's already, uh, that's all the models. And then we got some points over for uh, a flashbang and some climbing tools. And I think climbing tools are really handy. For for example, what you could do is use the apprentice doctor. You give him the 12-inch gun and have him climb with the climbing tools, which is uh, automatic critical success, up on a building. Because the apprentice doctor doesn't need madman to fuel his gun. So he could be in a good position, like up on a building and shoot people mm-hmm. uh, well the electron cannon is a bit short range to be up in the building but it's also an option for example if you're in defending position like yeah, if you're defending a, an objective uh, and of course the leader uh, I decided to go because I think most of the guys in this list are a bit you know they're not so strong when you get up close to them so as a leader I choose the master of zoology hmm she, she's the anchor. She's she's so solid. If you put her between all these 
sort of lighter doctors than your opponent. If, if your opponent charges in, then she will be your anchor. She will be sort of the bodyguard for all the other ones, for all the guns. I love this approach. It's something like them you do, them if you don't. If you stay, if you stay away, I got, I will blast you from the existence. But if you come close, the master of zoology can take care of you. I like it. Yep. Yeah. And I think I would cover, probably give her divination, uh, uh, divinity. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a bit of healing, a bit of extra protection. I know a lot of doctors could use it. Uh, but it depends a bit on the opponent. If your opponent's also trying to shoot you, then you probably mm-hmm. want to go with the with the divinity. Oh, okay, divinity. If your opponent is trying to outmaneuver you, you probably want to go with runes. But uh, yeah, she's not the most reliant spellcaster, so no, she isn't. It's more of a bonus. So I think yes, that's my hundred point list, and I think this list is uh, would be quite fun. For the player, not for the opponent. <laughs> oh, it, it's an eight model lease. It's not not bad at all. And you are feeling only three three mindless quarters. So good job. Thank you. You know the the, the thing that you pointed out, the climbing tools. Um, that that's quite a nice trick because um, okay, taking a look at, at this list. Uh, just as you as you as you explained that probably is going to suffer a little bit from threatens threats from uh, from the rooftop. However, with the climbing tools, you can fast move some of your characters to to meet any threat incoming and reliably, because climbing tools is a is a critical success on a, on a, on your climb action. So that's great, a great way. Even yeah, better probably... than the, the, the intercept would be augmented to, to fill the model. Yeah, uh, yeah I agree. I, I think climbing tools are, also, are 100% mm-hmm. better than the, the intercepted documents. Yeah. yeah, and the flashbang is probably useful for escaping once the opponent has come a bit too close to your uh, Doctor of the Arsenal. <laughs> uh, yeah, Doctor of the Arsenal doesn't want at all um, to have people in base contact. Yeah. Mainly because if you are in base contact, you cannot reload. Exactly. So without reloading, uh, the arsenal is an arm. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want that situation. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. You know, I wish to face this kind of list when playing by you. Maybe we should arrange a, a game of TTS, should yeah. we? Sounds good. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so you want to hear and, my campaign uh, list? Oh yes, I want to hear that. Actually, I think uh, doctors are a bit tricky in the campaign, hmm. uh, mostly because uh, you don't want to lose your madman. <laughs> so uh-huh. part of my philosophy with a campaign list is because you have to be a bit more uh, generalistic because you mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, what type of scenarios you're going to play. Mm-hmm. You also don't, you have to be a bit flexible in points. So you want to make a different 100 point list, a different uh, 75 point list, etc. etc. So I choose as a leader the Plague Doctor because he's the most, he's the most general uh, leader they have. 
he's not too focused. He can do most things you you need to do in most scenarios. Um, then, what is a bit of a risk, but I thought it was worth it, uh, was to go for beasts. So I have two two doctors of the beasts. So why do I have two? Because I don't want to have if I only have one and he gets killed <laughs> or or injured too badly. Uh, all my beasts become useless. <laughs> yes. So that's why I took two. I mean, it's not what I normally would do, but I think it's in a campaign list of 150. I think it's it's worth the risk to two of these guys. Um, then I took Doctor Doctor of the Arsenal. Mm -hmm. You could swap them out with the Doctor of the Vernament, but I think I, I like having some ranged options. There are plenty of sort of defensive scenarios where I think, yeah, he's just so good. <laughs> then I took three Madmen, which is a bit more than I would normally take. But because, again, it's a, it's a campaign, so you don't want to end up with, like, two Madmen in the hospital or something. <laughs> in the hospital. Need... <laughs> in the wrong hospital, <laughs> for the wrong reasons. <laughs> for the wrong reasons. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're me. <laughs> so, so I took three of them, a bit of extra. Uh, of course, a hollow man. And and the fun is, I mean, if you earn points, you can easily buy extra hollow men. So that that's nice. Yes. A success oh, is a hollow man. Yeah. Then of course uh, I already talked about beasts, so I took the gorilla, which is amazing, and I took the crocodile, which I love. And the last two models, one of you can already. Guess is of course the apprentice doctor. <laughs> Two uh, apprentice doctors. Yeah, and no, one apprentice doctor and one electron oh. cannoneer because okay. I also like the electron cannoneer. Because and I took the electron cannoneer because this lich can switch uh, to either like beast focus with two doctor of beast gorilla and the croc, or you can go for more shooting focus if you take doctor of the arsenal, electron cannoneer, and the apprentice doctor. So in a campaign that gives you, you can sort of switch in two different lists. So you're not sort of stuck with the same style of play. I got mobility. You can go with the rooftop and kind of controls with the crocodile and the gorilla and the beasts, of course. Uh, sorry, the doctor of, doctors of the beasts. Yep. Yes. Mm, it's well, a well-balanced list. I mean, I probably would take that, would take this list into a campaign you know what? When when um when I asked you to to find a list for the doctor to to be played in campaign, I thought that a thing that you said while um, uh, writing the list with a stringoid that you don't like uh, unique characters uh, to be played in campaign because of course they don't they don't get experience. Well, with the doctors, you have got plenty of choices since the only the being is unique in the whole faction. Yeah, <laughs> you you. Really, uh, a lot of models uh, from which to, cho to choose uh, for your for your gang, and, and you, you did great. I, I you know I I totally agree with you when you say that, uh, that you choose the doctor of the arsenal over the doctor of firmament in this particular particular gang since you you've got plenty of support. I mean, the, the plug doctor can support your gang. The two beasts, the doctors of peace, uh, are going to support your uh, your animals. So another support character. You no, know, I think that 
it's way better to take the Arsenal to enjoy some some punch when needed yeah. and uh, some ranged uh, uh, range fighting skills actually. And three men can fuel your doctor of Arsenal uh, as long as he leaves. Yeah, probably. I guess uh, I guess that's one of the. Because the doctors have so many really good sport characters, it's tempting to take all these sport characters, <laughs> but they also need something to support, of course. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, very good it's, also, it's also very tempting to take, for example, the Doctor of the Morgue, who's quite cheap mm-hmm. and good at support, but yeah. So, like I said, you can't take too many sport characters. Well, this is tricky because you must balance the 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 fight the fighting part of your gang the support part of your gang is not easy luckily enough uh, for example in your hundred list you pointed out the master of zoology can uh, can fill some gaps because she's an average uh, fighter good to average fighter actually uh, an average male average support so she can be the jack of all trades however there are specialized characters like for example doctor of the arsenal or doctor of the mind who cannot ju- can simply just uh, cannot work uh, without a dedicated support character. So um, I like your list. I like your, the way you, you think about list building. Thank you, Dario. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, you, you did the, the heavy lifting here. Mm-hmm. Is it all right? Yeah. Excellent. See you in a second. So, guys, in the end, we covered. Heroes, leaders, henchmen, list building. What else can we do for you? We love you guys. And so we put so much effort in this episode. I personally am really sorry uh, about the, the, the delay in which this episode, episode was, uh, um, was given to you because I had personal issues. I'm sorry. Life sometimes pulls between us and our hobbies. It's unforgivable. However... In this particular instance, I wish to th- to say thank you, of course, to Renz because he is a great guy, and uh, I think that he's pulling the this show to a level that I never thought uh, would reach about tactical insights and uh, sheer grammar uh, competences. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of you, Dario. And this time, I wish to thank you, to, to say thank you and uh, point out a, a great Facebook page uh, who's run by uh, a sir whose name is Giovanni Giusto. Giovanni Giusto is a true Venetian. He's a guy who lives in Venice and um, is a great, uh, greatly passionate about uh, Voga Veneta, so the, the Venetian way to row the boat, to row boat. Who runs this Facebook page named Ocho Que Te Conto? <laughs> that literally means mm, it's difficult. Just a second. Uh, I'm tell. Uh, wait a second. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Mm, in this channel, he explains uh, so many interesting facts about the, the Venetian ways uh, and uh, historical networks, and uh, I asked him to to include some of these stories in um, in our uh, podcast. And the, the stuff about the story actually comes from uh, this Facebook page. There is only one problem. This Facebook page is run in Italian, and he, he, makes, he makes great videos, but they are in Italian. So if you can wait, I'm sure that I'm going to cover 
most of the the things that he says uh, with you uh, in English. A terrible English, but you know, <laughs> probably understandable. <laughs> Friends, what what else can we say? It was a great fun. Yeah. It was great fun. I love talking about the doctors and all the complexity that comes with it. And I really hope people are inspired to try different combinations and try stuff out. And I would love to hear feedback on things we missed, things we did wrong, or different tricks. Would but will be great to 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 hear some feedback about the things that we made right. Actually, that won't be <laughs> so bad <laughs> if you don't mind. Yes, I would love to hear a victory. If if somebody tries something out that we said and they said it was a great victory, that would also be good to hear. <laughs> Indeed, of course, guys. We cannot test everything about the thing we say. However, um, Renz is very experienced there, and uh, I can barely read. So the two of us. And make it make a great couple. <laughs> <laughs> However, <clears throat> Rens, thank you for staying with us. Um, I wish to say thank you to all our listeners. As always, check Venice by Rent Light. That site is great. And um, thanks for staying with us. Rens, have you got anything else to, to tell our, to our listeners? Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the game. And uh, do rebanky for these troublesome times. Things will, will get better, I'm sure. Yes. So, guys, see you in the next episode. We haven't decided yet which faction we are, uh, we are going to cover. So, surprise. And uh, <laughs> Let us know if there are any questions. Tell me. Yeah, if, if anybody... Uh... Has any preferences? Please let us know. Hmm. Suggestions are always welcome. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, thanks you, thanks you again, and uh, arrivederci a Venezia. Goodbye, arrivederci. Ah, Venezia. Venezia. <laughs> Venezia. Yes, that's great. Ah. <laughs> Wonderful. Bye, bye. Bye, bye.